0: Why, hello there, everyone. Thank you for turning on the Soulful Jewels podcast today. I hope that it can bring some inspiration or just maybe deep thought or reflection to your day. So one thing that's really been on my mind and my heart lately is this idea of leveling up. What does it mean in my own life to truly take where I am now, mind, body, spirit, to the next level? Like our Current goals or disciplines or routines or schedule, they only work for so long until it's time to literally level up. Think of yourself in the gym You're lifting a certain amount of weights There comes a point where your body adapts to those weights And you're not going to get stronger if you keep doing the same reps And keep doing the same amount of weight So there comes a time when you have to say It's time to level up I either am doing more reps Or I need to increase the amount of weights You know what I'm saying? Or you're taking a workout class And you always are holding a plank for 30 seconds It's time to level up We're at 45 We're at one minute We're, We're increasing We're growing We're strengthening. So, I've just had this thought as my birthday approaches. I am November 4th. I am about to be 26 years old. And I'm just like, I feel this calling to level up, to be even better than I was last year. And I've always just had this growth mentality. I just know that when I'm a better me, I'm a better wife, I'm a better friend, I'm a better sister. So, I know this commitment to like our personal healing, our personal growth, our mindset as we continue to try to grow this healthy garden in our mind, that pours onto the people around us. I say it all the time in my my classes, self-care is collective care. When you choose to honor yourself, to take that workout class, to do something for you, you're getting better personally, which instantly outpours onto the people around you. That's why self-care and wellness and all the things is so, so important. So you guys know that I love music. I just love lyrics. I mean, it's complete creative artistry people's lyrics they come up with just amazes me and speaks to my soul so much so for today I want to read you some lyrics of the song level up by Ciara you know level up level up level up level up that song listen to it after this but I'm just going to read a few of them them old mistakes are gone I won't do them no more that's old news there's new news. I done din that before. I turned a nothing to something. My comeback is coming. Less talking, more action. I just keep elevating. No losses, just upgrading. My lessons made blessings. I turned that into money. Thank God I never settled. This view is so much better. I'm chilling. I'm winning like on another level. You can talk all you want. See me, I see greater. Nothing I'm afraid of and I can have it all. Fake friends get dropped like weight. Team love. Don't want no hate. I'm grinding. I'm shining. Up, up, up on my way. Thank God I never settle, settled. I'm living like I'm on another level. I mean, I could just stop the podcast right there and mic drop. You just got to turn this off, listen to that song, and just say, sing to yourself, level up, Elevate your level. If you're feeling static, if you're not feeling like you're growing or you're feeling bored, whatever it may be, it might be time to elevate, to take yourself to a new level. Or even maybe you're being called into a new season of life, a new job that might demand more, a relationship where maybe you need to sacrifice a little bit more, a friendship that you want to pour into more. Like whatever it is, these different seasons of our life demand different us, right? So if you're elevating to a new level, every level of your life is gonna demand a different you, a stronger you, and a better you. So as I approach this new year, 26 for me, I've been asking myself, I feel God calling me to level up level up my disciplines, level up, get more focus. That I already know I'm so extra, but I already know my new year's resolution. I'll do a podcast on it. My word is focus. I need to narrow in. I need to stay laser focused. But today's episode is actually on discipline. And I think Obviously, when we hear the word discipline, maybe you think of your parents disciplining you. You had to be in at 10 p.m. every night or you had to eat your veggies. Like these things felt like, ugh, discipline, ugh, discipline. And that word maybe has a negative connotation, but discipline is actually, I see it as one of the best things we could possibly choose to have in our life. Discipline, Abraham Lincoln says, is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. So where you are currently, you may have this vision of where you want to be, who you want to be, where you want to go, where you want to grow to. So I see that as over there, like across the water, across the pond. So you can see it from where you are. But to get there, you have to sacrifice in the now. To get there, to get over the pond to where you want to be, you have to start with discipline now in the present. You have to start choosing between what you want now and what do you want most? And you have to ask yourself that. So there's a question, what matters most what do you want most in this next season in this next year of life and when we do this you can't think short term I've done that before I mean I've done so many one month little this one this one this blah blah blah, and now it's a year You got to dial in for six months to a year. Rome wasn't built in a day. These discipline, these habits in our life, you have to start now and you have to commit to it. I love how Michael Todd says, the power is in the finish. How many of us have started a New Year's resolution or started a goal and never finished it, wanted to do a podcast and then never kept up with it? Like the amount of things we want We all have a lot of them, right? The power is in the finish. It's not about how you started. It's about how you finish. And I love that even for life. It's not about how you started or it's not about where you've been or what's behind you. How you started as a kid, maybe what you did last year. You were a different person then. You didn't have the experiences you have now. You didn't learn the things you've learned now. So we all may have feelings where we say, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have said this. I mean, I randomly will think back to a conversation or a meeting I had and I'm like, oh, if I only would have said this, they probably are thinking this, blah, 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 blah. I love that quote that says, in my 20s, I cared about what everyone was thinking of me and in my 30s I started to let that go and in my 40s I realized no one was ever even thinking about me like the quote saying that we think people are remembering these conversations or thinking about us and as we get older we realize no one actually is no one cares people are worried about themselves and their own life not what you're doing right So I've been thinking a lot about freedom. You guys know I'm doing pop-up classes all over Charleston and I'm calling them freedom because I think when you do the movement and you get inspired and you feel the soul and the community, you feel free. And I think we all want freedom. But an interesting dynamic I've been thinking about, even with just being free, eating freely, doing freely, doing those things, for example, I'm in nutrition and health world, so I use those examples a lot, but I'll think about eating whatever I want and I think, Well, if I eat whatever I want, that would actually be 30 cookies (laughs) because I love chocolate chip cookies and I've always been addicted to them. I actually can't start. And then 30 minutes later, I'm in bed holding my stomach the amount of times I feel so bad for my husband. He's heard me say, oh, my stomach hurts. I wish I didn't eat that. Right. So it's interesting because eating freely or doing something With all the freedom, whatever the heck you want doesn't always lead to what you want most, the results you want or the feeling you want, right? I love how Jay Shetty talks about there's a difference between what feels good and what is good, right? For example, you could eat a huge giant thing of french fries because in the moment you want that dopamine rush. You want that instant gratification. It feels so good. But are they good for you and for your health? No. In the moment, you're drinking wine and you have another glass and another glass and another glass and then you may end up getting wasted or throwing up or making a decision because you weren't totally in a state of clarity or control and then you regret it. In the moment, does it feel good? Yeah, heck yeah. It feels good to start. But is it good? No, alcohol's not good for us. We know that. I love listening to this guy named Dr. Amen, and he was on the Jay Shetty podcast, and they were kind of talking about, well, what is good and what's not good? And he was like, I went to a second grade classroom, and I put some things on the board on what's good to eat and what's not good to eat. Second graders got a 95% on this test. He was like, you know what's good and what's not good. Overall, like we love to complicate things a lot, overall- We know what's good for us and what's not good for us. So the question is, what do you want now? And what do you want most? It's difficult because we grew up in a world of instant gratification. We wanted something and we get it right away. You need an answer? Google it, you get it in one second. You text someone, their bu- little text bubbles pop up, you receive a text back right away. Now, I was talking to my mom about this because she grew up in a generation of patience, of waiting. Even in life when I want something, I'm like, oh, it's taking so long. I want it now. I want it today, right? But there's so much beauty and even my mom says excitement and anticipation in the waiting. My mom and dad wrote love letters back and forth to each other because they didn't have phones to be texting each other. I even was thinking how it's funny when you like someone and you send them a text and you lay in bed at night and you see the bubbles popping up like that excitement, but our excitement lasted what? one second or maybe when someone was playing a game with you like 20 minutes or whatever make you wait on that text I know I did that (laughs) make Forrest wait before I answer him and I'm literally not doing anything but my, my parents didn't have that they did have to truly wait they couldn't just look it up on Google so this we live in a world where we want dopamine dumped on us that happiness chemical we're like oh let me eat those fries let me drink that drink let me get this cardio rush because I love the dopamine in the moment and I love how Dr. Amen talks about the importance of dripping dopamine you should have like a water faucet instead of turning it on and it being rushed and then it being completely turned off or a a kink in your hose and there's no stream of water it's like there's a rush There's nothing. There's a rush. There's nothing. How many of us can relate to feeling energy up, energy down, up and down? I know I've said before, I feel like I'm so up and down. My mood is up and down. Just everything's up and down. And yes, a part of that is being human, but there's some that we can control. Noticing if you are a dopamine dumper, a 20 cookie eater in one setting, and stuff like that, versus, okay. How can I learn to drip dopamine? Well, for example, a great a great place to start is sunlight. Sunlight gives you dopamine. Just getting a little bit of sunlight every morning or at an afternoon walk in your day, drip it. Your workout class drips dopamine. You show up, you're in there, you leave. Having um healthy sugars, watermelon, pineapple hugging someone like these little things that are more dripping it than a full huge rush of it so speaking of there's a difference between what is good and what feels good Jay talks about how a huge aspect of this is discipline being extremely disciplined for example Jay Shetty started hiking every single day near his home and he said there were days when he didn't totally feel like going hiking but he knew he would feel better and that it was good for him so he started doing it and he was just disciplined and now he absolutely loves it or maybe you never eat any greens no spinach kale spring mix salad nothing and you hate it but you know it's good for you and you know it's necessary to have that full circle healthy life so you just start to drip it into your daily foods how can I bring it in you know what I mean So I want to read you this quote from Joko Willink that really spoke to me on freedom and discipline and that we need both. He says, freedom is what everyone wants, to be able to act and live with freedom. But the only way to get to a place of freedom is through discipline. To transform life in a positive way, you need to get on the path and stay on the path. The path that leads to the positive transformations. The path that leads to a better you. The path that leads to freedom. And that path is hard. That path is tough. The relentless path. It is the path of discipline. And the path of discipline is the only way. Discipline equals freedom. So if you listen to my habits podcast, I talk about how our daily habits create our life. So if you want to transform your life, you need daily disciplines that you do every day. So I'm going to split this into three types of people because your next level is going to be different than my level if you're different than me. So the first type of person is someone that doesn't really have many daily disciplines. To that, that make you better for example maybe you wake up every morning and your one discipline is probably brushing your teeth and making your coffee you're out the door you go to work and that's kind of it like your routines are pretty different nothing's super set in stone there's not a lot of self-help or bettering aspects of it so if that's you I recommend adding in one habit Pick one thing that you're going to do in the morning after your coffee or when you get home from work. That could be three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 530 you work out. Or every single morning after your coffee you write down three things you're grateful for. That literally takes like three seconds. So you just add one habit. Now do that for six months. You'll become better. Habits take time. There is Growth, but it's slow and it's important that we commit to it and we don't only start, we finish. The second type of person would say, I'm pretty disciplined. I have my morning routine or my workout routine and I'm in a rhythm. I am disciplined. Then I would say add in one or two more habits to that. You have to know what you want most and your why. And that is going to help you determine what habits you need. Do you want to grow a healthier brain? Do you want to talk to yourself better? Do you want to feel better in your own skin? All of those have habits as answers. So what do you want most? What's one habit that can bring you there? Now the third type of person is where I'm going to say I'm at to be honest. You are extremely disciplined. Super, super disciplined, maybe a little more than some of the people in your life. You have your morning routine. You have your evening routine. You have your workout routine. You have your eating routine. Like you are routine from pretty much morning till night. On this extremely disciplined person, most likely you wake up early because you need a lot of time in your day and you're so disciplined with that morning routine that maybe it's an hour before you actually need to start. And then there's the super, super disciplined people. And they are so disciplined in their diet. They very rarely have like an ounce of sugar or processed food. And just more and more discipline. They have an earlier morning routine. Honestly, when I listen to Jay Shetty, I'm like, well, he is super, super, super disciplined. But there's all these levels. And so it's up to you. You might be like, that life sounds boring and I don't want that. Okay, that's totally fine. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are someone that's just here to grow and get better and be a better person. And so there's so many different types of ways to discipline depending on your goals. If discipline equals freedom, then it's important that your mind is in the right place. I have so many people that tell me they want to change their nutrition, and then I say how, and they're like, oh, well, I don't want to do that, or I, I don't want to eat that, and I'm like, well, if you're going to continue to have excuses, your mind is what needs to change first. A lot of times, our excuses are in the way of us being who we've been called to be. Excuse after excuse after excuse. Guess what? There's not going to be a perfect time to do anything, right? You start where you are and you start now and you have to ask yourself, well, how bad do you want it? Because that requires sacrifice and that requires change. I love how Craig Rochelle says, massive mindset changes equals massive changes everywhere. Boom. You got to change your mindset. You got to ask yourself, what matters most What do I want and how am I going to get there? Add in one habit, then add in two habits. Then if it's time to discipline more then it's time to level up. So if you're listening to this and you kind of relate to where I personally am, you're like, I got the routines down, I do my morning reading, I got all these things, but I'm ready to level up even more. Then my next podcast is for you because it doesn't really have a complete theme. I'm just sharing with you what I am doing for 75 days. And it's different than the 75 hard. Hope you'll tune in and hope this inspired you to maybe trying to realize where do I need to be more disciplined so I can experience freedom.